Hey guys, Darren Bentley here. And before we get started, I wanted to make a special announcement. We have officially opened registration for the Private Money Conference, which is a three-day live event where you will learn directly from Jay and his team how to raise thousands of dollars in private money to fund all of your real estate deals. Now, in today's changing market, more and more people are losing out to other investors because most of those investors have the cash to fund these deals. Did you know that you are missing out on 87% of the real estate deals out there because you don't have access to private money? Sadly, most real estate investors don't even know this is the reason why they continue to lose deal after deal. And with everything that's happening in the market today, you absolutely need every advantage available to you. And having access to unlimited amounts of private money is your big advantage. So to register for this live event, head over to jconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event, where you will be able to lock in your seat for this live in-person three-day event, which takes place June 12th, 13th, and the 14th in beautiful North Carolina. But you got to be fast because there are a limited number of seats, and when they are gone, they're gone. So again, to take advantage of this incredible event and to learn how to raise all the private money you'll ever need directly from Jay Connor and his team, head over to jayconnor.com forward slash event. Again, that is jayconnor.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash event. Now let's get into today's episode. Well, I'm so excited to introduce my special guest here on the show today. First time he's never been here before. This young gentleman graduated with his doctorate in pharmacy in 2015. And in 2015, he was only 23 years old. Well, he loves his job. He loves being a doctor of pharmacy, loves being a pharmacist, but he wanted to do a little more something with his life. So he just didn't want to be that pharmacist that you would see in the store or the pharmacy or the Walmart or whatever, and work as a pharmacist until he's 65 and retire. Well, actually, he was inspired to be a real estate investor by his grandfather. And here's why. His grandfather had bought properties over the years and was able to enjoy retirement just from his rental incomes. So Ryan, my guest, he bought his first investment property the first year in 2016 after he got his doctorate in pharmacy. And he invested in this single family house right there at his local college. So here's what he did different. He rented out the home by the bedroom. He didn't rent it out by the property. He rented it out by the bedroom. So a good mentor of mine, uh, Dan Kennedy says, buy it by the gallon and sell it by the squirt. Buy it by the gallon, sell it by the squirt. So that's what Ryan did. He invested in this single family house, bought the gallon, and now he's going to rent it out by the squirt. He's renting it out by the bedroom, not by the house. And he did it to college students. And then even more than that, he renovated and added extra bedrooms to increase his profit. 
So anyway, he repeated the same process that he started out with, and he's bought one house, one property each year since that first one. So then he's created this automated system for getting consistent, high quality tenants. They self-manage the property. And he's also learned how to decrease expenses through what he calls preventative maintenance. And I can't wait to learn about preventative maintenance. So as of right now, during the show, he is earning right at $11,000 per month, totally passive. $11,000 a month, totally passive by his system of renting out the houses by the room and just investing in one house per year since he started. So he's going to tell you when he comes on here, how he funded the deals, but he's also going to teach you about how he can, he's, he's leveraged these properties. So Ryan is now teaching other people, his system, how he's able to find a college town nearby to invest in, how to analyze a deal, how to generate tenant leads through using his proprietary marketing tactics. And also he teaches how he's able to self-manage these college tenants to where everything's hands off and totally automated. Just by the wayside, Ryan loves to travel. And of course he can travel because of this automated way of making money. He's been to China, Japan, Taiwan, Bahamas, Canada, Paris, London, Germany, Mexico, and all over the place. So with that, everybody, please welcome my new friend and special guest to the show, Mr. and Dr. Ryan Chaw. Welcome, doctor. Hello, guys. Hi, Jay. And um, I'm honored to be on the show. Well, I tell you, man, I'm honored to have you on the show. It's, it's amazing that I see folks of your age make the kind of success and create the kind of systems they have in, in such a short period of time. So how far are these properties from where you actually live? They're an hour away. So where I live is in Sacramento area and the prices here are around $500,000 per house. It's very hard to get cash flow from that. But if I go an hour away to Stockton, the houses are more like 200 to 300,000. So a lot more affordable. Plus I can make a whole lot more cash flow. And that's how I'm able to actually make cash flow on 15 year mortgages. All of my houses are actually on 15 year mortgages. Except my first house is on the 10 year mortgage, I believe. Excellent. Excellent. So I got a question for you, Ryan, and that is, how do you find these deals? How do you find these houses? So actually, you know, you can find a lot of them on Zillow. I always hop on it as, as soon as it appears on Zillow the first day, if it's a good deal, you know, I'll take a look through the house and uh, make sure it meets the specifications I would like, like, of course, close to campus, usually a three bed, two bath. The pricing is very important. And then I'll just hop on it on day one when it comes to me. I also have real estate agents sending me listings. Sometimes they send me, you know, off, off market listings as well. And so that's how I find my deals. Um, I don't have to be super, you know, involved in terms of marketing or like finding houses by direct mail marketing or anything like that, because I already have enough deals just coming through from my real estate agents that I'm in contact with. So yeah, that's how I do it. That makes sense. So question is, how do you determine 
how much you're able to rent out each bedroom. And so let me give a little bit of color to that question. By the way, folks, Ryan has got a free gift for every one of you here at the end of the show. And this free gift, you're definitely going to want to take advantage of. So anyway, back to my question, Ryan. So you can go to rentometer.com, put in the address of the house or the property. That would tell you what the average rent is for that property. So give us your formula. How do you take what that house would rent for as an entire property? And how do you figure and convert over to what you can rent each room out for? Yeah, that's a great question. So you could go to Craigslist, Facebook, and just kind of see what people are renting out a bedroom for. Craigslist specifically has a section for renting out bedrooms. And then you can see kind of what the price range is there. Typically in a college town, I find that bedrooms can be rented out for anywhere from $500 to $700. Although I've also seen some bedrooms rent out for more. You could even put like two people in one bedroom and have one pay four seventy. dollars I mean, both of them pay four seventy, dollars and that would, or four fifty dollars or something like that. And that would get you like $900 for that bedroom. Basically, I just assume for the most part, it'll be within that $500 to $700 range. And of course, check Craigslist to confirm. And then just multiply it by how many bedrooms you can put into the house. So if you could put in five bedrooms, that's $3,100. Right. If you could put in six bedrooms, that's yeah, like around thirty seven hundred or so. So, yeah, it really depends on how many extra room you have that you can turn into a bedroom or. Yeah. And basically just add value to the house. And all of the tenants living in the houses are college students. They are. Yes. I target college students with my marketing. I don't go for just first and second year students. I mainly actually look for graduate students, professional students like pharmacists, MD, dental school students, right? And then I also look for, yeah, third or fourth year students because they're the ones who kind of want more of that privacy. They're over the whole partying. They don't, you know, they're not into that as much anymore. They're a lot more mature and they're more focused on their studies because, you know, if you're in pharmacy school, uh, you really do have to focus on your studies because it's, it's very, it's very tough. And so they have to pass their finals. They're not going to tolerate someone else who wants to have a house party or something like that. So uh, yeah, I don't have any house parties at my houses because of that, because I choose the right tenants, right? It's all about finding the high quality tenants, screening them. And yeah, I, I have one year leases and they can always sublease to someone if they're not in the property. So it's, you know, back, I have back-to-back -back leases and it, it, you know, it gives me that almost, like you said, $11,000 in uh, rental income each month. So that leads me to the next question. And that is, you see, you've got a house, let's say it's got four bedrooms. Let's say you just have one tenant per bedroom. How do they go about the common area, sharing the living room, sharing the kitchen, and how do they keep their their personal belongings, you know, secure. I mean, are there deadbolts on the bedroom doors? How does that work? Yeah. So each bedroom door does have a lock. I do usually have either electronic lock on the front door, or I have a lock where you can put in the combination and get a spare key. Those are the couple ways that they can get into the house and only the tenants and the contractors know the code to the front door lock. 
And yeah, so if they want more privacy, each of the students could lock their bedroom door. As far as the common area and like utilities, they do share it. So they kind of, um, it's up to them how they work it out. I usually will have like one tenant in charge paying the utility, like the PG&E bill, for example, and then they'll split the utilities among the other tenants. And that comes with the whole tenant empowerment idea, having some tenants take some of the responsibilities. So you kind of cut down on some of the paperwork you have to do, right? So are you collecting rent each month from all the tenants or just one tenant per property and that one primary tenant per property collects from everybody else? Each tenant pays rent to me individually. Yeah. So I have individual leases. I check. You do have to check with the city that you're living in to make sure that this is allowed. But I checked with the city, you know, planning and development committee. Right. And they said, as long as you have business license with the city, you can do multiple students in one bedroom. You could have multiple leases and have them pay you individually. And yeah, and then I just set up a payment system, an automated payment system. I use Zelle usually, so I don't have to deal with checks in the mail or checks getting lost in the mail, right? So it's uh, all automated. The more I can automate, the better, right? Absolutely. So what is that payment system? I didn't catch it. How do they pay? Oh, Zelle. I use Zelle payments. Z-E-L-L-E. A lot of the banks actually set up with Zelle. It's a third-party app on your phone you can use to do direct deposits. And so you get notified immediately when the deposit's made. So you can also know if they paid rent late, right? Rather than having them say, oh, the check must have gone lost in the mail or something, right? I know exactly when they paid their rent so I can charge late fees accordingly. And I usually give like a grace period. After the fifth day, they do have to pay a $100 late fee and then $20 each day after that if it's unpaid still. Excellent. So we talked about how to find the properties and I know you are targeting college students to be tenants that are in their third year, fourth year or graduate students. How do you get the message to them? How do you find your tenants? That's a great question. So I actually use a lot of Facebook groups. Each college will have a Facebook group like off-campus housing. They'll have what you call class of 20, you know, class of 2021, graduate students. There's also clubs as well. And I could use those Facebook groups to, especially like housing groups, to advertise my properties. And a lot of times, right when I put up an ad, I would say within the first two days, I'll get anywhere from five to 10 people contacting me. So wow. you know, I have to check my Facebook pretty often right when I put up the ad. But yeah, they're very popular. And that's because I post the location. Like I, I take a snapshot of uh, Google Maps and I'll post that. Right. And so, you know, well, I mean, I won't go over all the marketing techniques I use, but they'll see how close it is to campus. And then a lot of people, they hop right on it because I'm charging, you know, 600 to $700 in rent versus on-campus housing. They charge around $1,100 or $1,200 in rent. So I'm charging like half the price. I'm just as close to the schools. I provide more privacy. You get a whole house rather than the dormitory room that you have to share with your roommate, right? So yeah, a lot of people hop right on it. That's awesome. 
Ryan, how often do you actually physically go down and visit your properties and put your eyes on them? <laughs> yeah, so the last time I actually visited Stockton to check on my rentals was back in July when I was closing on my fourth house. So, so we're talking uh, nine months ago? Yeah, exactly. If you automate everything, you know, if like, let's say the toilet breaks down, right? You get a text message, you forward it to your contractor team, whoever is an expert in that area for fixing that, that particular item. And then they let themselves in with the electronic code on the door. They do their work. I have someone check on the work and then they go out, send me the bill and I send them a check. And so I don't ever have to go down to the property. Wow. Amazing. Well, Ryan, I can't thank you enough for being here on the show. Ryan, you have got, as promised, a free gift for all of our uh, audience members here. So tell them about the gift and it's jayconner.com, J-A-Y-C-O-N-N-E-R.com forward slash Ryan, R-Y-A-N. Ryan, tell our folks what they can get there for free. Yeah, so I have a free PDF for especially newbie investors, but expert investors can go through it as well and get a lot of value. It goes through the different types of invest real estate investing out there. And then it goes through my particular strategy and how I'm able to maximize the profit by renting out per bedroom. So it's a really great resource. And then if you guys would like, I also have my uh, newsletter. You can sign up at www.newbie.com realestateinvesting.com. That's www.newbierealestateinvesting.com. And newbie is spelled N-E-W-B-I-E. -E. And there's some really great resources for you guys on that, that I send out, you know, weekly emails. So you guys can uh, look through those and see some of my strategies that I use. A lot of great free content as well. That is awesome, Ryan. Thank you so much for uh, offering that up to the audience. So parting comments, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I would just say part of it is developing your mindset to be a successful real estate investor. And, you know, knowing having a system in place for vetting properties. I do a lot of things like preventative maintenance. So like, you know, I actually lost a lot of my on my first property because I didn't do the right type of preventative maintenance that I should have done and I didn't vet it correctly. But yeah, hiring a mentor, I definitely believe in that because if you have a mentor who can show you step-by-step step how to create profit in real estate and what to avoid and how to avoid losing money and wasting your time, you know, that's a really good investment for yourself. And so I do also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. You can sign up for my newsletter and there's some links there if you want to hop on a one-on-one -on -one call with me. And again, that website's www.newbierealestateinvesting.com. Newbierealestateinvesting.com. Well, Dr. Ryan Shaw, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. I really appreciate it. This was fantastic and very valuable information for all of us. Thank you, Jay. And thanks for inviting me on the show. You're welcome.